0: Booking or reading, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for offering it. Um, um I your um, your your video's freezing a little bit and it's choppy through the RTT Facebook thing. So, oh, okay, oh, you're, you're free, oh, yours is too. Okay, so I don't know if it's my connection or your connection. Oh, it might be mine. I just got the notice that said my internet's unstable. Well, I can see you now. So (laughs) Um, can you hear me fine? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Um, Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, got it. So I know for today you want to go over like your soul's purpose and um, any health health issues you might have, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, blocks. You said you're having blocks in employment well, um, like financial blocks. So I, I'm, okay. I'm a nurse
1: and um, I don't like my job and mm-hmm. I, I injured myself. So I'm on, I'm on leave right now because um, I can't type because um, I'm an advice nurse at the Kaiser. Mm-hmm. So I can't type or anything. So I, you know I'm injured from the job and I just feel like it's been over a year. I've been I was able to return to work for almost two months and then the same injury came back. It's worse. I might need surgery now. And I just feel like there's a block because I definitely, if I don't like it, I should either find a different job or quit altogether and start a business. Right. Yeah. And that was part of why I signed up for the MRSA peer, you know, the RTT lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. And I did it up to module seven last December and I haven't, I just kept it there because, like, oh my gosh! If I finish, I get test, I get you know tested and certified. Now what, right? And Mm -hmm. so, and then, and on top of that, I also have my um, license as an acupuncturist.
0: Oh, Um, nice!
1: So I graduated April two thousand seventeen. I still am not practicing. That was part of the reason was I went back to school so I could quit my nursing job. But it's just all these stuff like, oh, I got to go to business for myself. I got to find clients. I got to do this. I don't know any of that. I'm just going to stay at this job that I really hate because it gives me a consistent paycheck. Mm -hmm. But now my body, I think, is starting to give me signs before I was having headaches, indigestion. And then I had a period where I was having um, chest pain. I was in the hospital for a couple of nights. Um, and then of course I quit that job and went into another nursing job. It's just as stressful. Oh, and my arm's hurting my right, my right arm. Um, uh, now my, because my left arm is starting to hurt because I'm compensating for the left, right arm. So it just got dawned on me two days ago. It's like, I think my body's t- trying to tell me something. Yeah. That's I usually a sign. Or, yeah. Um, and this has been some, I haven't been in great health for the last three, maybe four years.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. usually a sign. Um, so it sounds like you're having a bit of psychosomatic stress. Um, you know, that's when I like our, more than a bit. <laughs> oh, a significant <laughs> yeah. amount of psychosomatic stress. Yeah.
1: And so now I'm having all this stomach stuff and I keep getting chest pain and I'm like, okay, should I go to the emergency room? Is it my heart? Or is it just, you know, indigestion, gas, whatever. And and now I'm thinking, maybe this is anxiety. I don't want to admit that I'm anxious because it's it's like, kind of like a voodoo thing to, to be depressed or have anxiety as a nurse because you're supposed to be well put to take care of patients, right? So yeah. that's just kind of a, a stereotype. And so I refuse to admit that I'm depressed or an anxious person. But now I'm wondering maybe
0: that's what I'm going through. And... Right here, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, um, all right, well, that's actually a lot, which is good because, um, this will be a nice detailed reading. I'm going to share my screen so you can see your chart, okay? It is right here. So, I went with the birthday, you said you had to. Potential birthdays. I went with January seventeenth, nineteen eighty. That was when I was born. Um, so okay. when when we came here
1: to, um, the U.S., I don't know what happened. My aunt changed everyone's birth dates. Oh really? <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. Um, and when I asked her, she, she said she didn't know. She just made them up. <laughs>
0: so, okay. And so
1: um, on document, I'm eleven months younger than my real birthday. Yeah, but I okay. celebrate both. So. <laughs> Okay, got it. So you yeah. go by January 17th? Um, I relate with January 17th, and I, it has significant meaning for me because we're I'm Buddhist, and so apparently it's supposed to be a, a holy day that on that day that I was born. Okay. So um, even though I celebrate the December 12th that's on my driver's license, mm-hmm. I always go back to January 17th.
0: Okay, got as, it. So it's okay that the yeah. chart has January 17th? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, cool. So- You are a Capricorn sun, um, Virgo rising, and a Capricorn moon. Okay, so you're actually double, well, triple Earth, but double Capricorn. So a lot of Earth in your immediate chart. So that means that you're very, very grounded, probably. Um, But what I tell people about the sun sign is that you know, it really does back everything that you do in like all aspects of your life. It's kind of like the style. It's like your secret sauce for doing everything, but it doesn't necessarily describe you in all areas of your life. So we'll, we'll go into like these placements in a little bit, but like the placements are more detailed. Um, and it, it describes the energies in certain areas. So the sun sign, um, you know, may be a little bit different in certain areas, but it does kind of Represent like how you view the world, um, because the sun rules the eyes and the heart. So it's like literally your outlook on everything. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one part of the chart in particular that um, we, we're going to go into, and it's the true node. This little symbol right here. It's called true node, but also you might hear it referred to as north node. Um, this little symbol over here in the chart. It's down here at the bottom, second to last okay. thing. And it's not a planet, but it's what it indicates is the challenges that your soul is here to overcome in this lifetime. So the placement of the true node is really kind of descriptive of where those challenges would show up in this lifetime. Um, you have your true node in the sign of Leo in the twelfth house, but it's right on the line by Virgo. It's like you know, if you were born maybe just a couple hours later, it would be in Virgo. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So and then. Your- yeah. the time too i don't really know what time i was born oh. so it's possible right You're right oh i remember yeah. i just know that it's at night time. well my mom
0: says it's at night time.
1: yeah so yeah that's the other thing too is i yeah i don't know i don't really know what time i was born <laughs>
0: okay all right well you know we'll just see if these resonate i mean what i tell yes. people that don't know the exact time is that you know We'll, we'll never really know if these placements are true, but that doesn't mean that you won't resonate with it, you know? Right, so, right. Okay. So, yeah, so you're a Trudeau being in the 12th house in the sign of Leo. Um, so, what the 12th house is about is um, it's like the house that rules the imagination, dreams, illusions, psychic ability, spirituality, um, pretty much everything that's not in the 3D, not in the physical realm. It's kind of out in the ethereal realm. Okay. Um, so, your true node there means that you might have some challenges in having the confidence to let things kind of unfold for you to kind of like trust the universe to like really provide um, the resources and the opportunities that are meant for you. Um, Also you might have some challenges stating just what exactly you want, like stating it um, and making it known to other people and stepping into your divine purpose. Um, Now the one thing about the true node is we look at, the south node it's not indicated with the symbol or anything but how we get that is we just go literally opposite of the true node and the sign and house that that is is where the south node sits and what your south node is is it's all the gifts and talents that your soul has brought into this life excuse me so it's the things that you do really really well like you no one has to teach you or you know you didn't have to get training it's like kind of just things you just do kind of second nature or like you know By default, it's what you do, so you're very comfortable. Um, So, I'm sorry, your self notice here in the sixth house, and the sign of Pisces. So, Mm -hmm. the sixth house is the house of health and wellness, and you're a nurse. (laughs) So, (laughs) even though I know you said you you don't like your job, it's very stressful. But you know, obviously, health and wellness is something that you value um, because you decided to go into that career. Um, You know, it's unfortunate that the environments are a bit stressful, but I think. You know, helping people um, heal, helping people be healthy, helping people be their best self, at least from a physical standpoint, is something that is really um, near and dear to you. And again, it's, it's like a gift that you have just brought with you to this lifetime. So you may have been a medical professional in previous lives, um, some type of, yeah, like either a nurse or a doctor or like a healer of some sorts in previous lives. And so that has carried over um, into this lifetime. But again, like some of your challenges is like really believing in like the universe kind of carrying you to where you need to be. Because I mean, your true note in the 12th house. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the good thing with having a true note placed in Leo is that Leo is ruled by the sun and the sun is like really warm and magnetic. Um, you know, it shines light on everything that it pretty much touches and Leo is like what I like to refer to as like the trendsetter of the zodiac. It's a very confident sign. It's fire element. Um, Leo is very passionate. So you know your true notes sitting here. Yeah, you may find that these things are challenging, but you have that fire element kind of supporting this area of your life. So I think is if you like really pay attention to it, if you you know make the the effort to really. Overcome these challenges, you have the support of what's in this 12th house. Um, with it being in the sign of Leo, your true note in the sign of Leo, and then also um part of your 12th house is actually in Virgo, and you have two planets here that are gonna help support your true note, your challenges that your soul has. And one of those is the planet Mars. It's this little symbol with the arrow on it. Now, Mars is the planet that pretty much rules or it like details what keeps us motivated. So it's the planet that um that drives that they like us getting up every morning, right? Like the what keeps us kind of like um really inspired and wants us to like go after what we set out to do every day. And you have it in your 12th house along with your true node and and it's in Virgo. So you are a Virgo ascendant. So that's an Earth sign. Um, Virgo's ruled by Mercury. Um, very grounded, um, very practical. Likes to kind of put one foot in front of the other, so nothing spontaneous. Um, and so I think that's kind of what drives you. I think that's what motivates you. Like if you know what you're, what's what's ahead of you. Like if you know what you are um, going to come up against, in, like on a day-to-day basis, I mm-hmm. think that you know you kind of ease into the challenge, right? If it's like organized and kind of set out for you, because that's Virgo energy. Mm -hmm. um now the second thing that's really good is your jupiter is here right next to your mars so jupiter is the planet of expansion um like expanded consciousness jupiter is the planet that puts the icing on the cake for everything that you do so i think again if you like really make the effort to really like overcome these challenges or really step into it you know your mars is here kind of motivating you to keep you going and then you have jupiter which is really gonna. you know, help you expand and feel more prosperous in those efforts. Okay. Um, does that resonate? Yeah, actually it does. Especially when you mention about
1: um, it, like a previous life, I, I, I always felt like my previous life, I was some sort of healer on a grand scale. Yeah. And the fact that I can't do it now, I, it gets me feeling very depressed and ungrounded. So I, I think yeah. that's where I'm, I'm constantly just, looking for something that fulfills, you know, like I, sometimes I feel empty for that reason
0: and it it always
1: feels weird. And I always feel like, I think I was born in the wrong era or, you know, like I was dynasty or whatever. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. Yes. Huh. And you know, well, you're over here in your sixth house where your South node sits, you have the planet Venus. So it's funny that you say sometimes you feel you don't feel grounded because Venus is a, um, Well, it's air and earth, but Venus is the planet that does rule love and beauty and elegance, of course, but it's also the planet that rules prosperity. So Venus wants you to like really enjoy the fruits of your labor. It wants you to kind of like have like comfort, like, you know, a nice home and be, you know, relaxed Mm -hmm. when it's time to relax and things like that. But I think also the fact that your sixth house is in Pisces may throw that off a little bit because pisces is ruled by neptune piscean energy is the dreamy the dreamy um sign and it's the the so the natural house for pisces is actually over here in the 12th house Mm -hmm. so um that's that's an interesting placement um that your south Node sits in the sign that's naturally placed in the house where your true Node sits yeah there's a lot going on there but um but I definitely feel like the other attributes that you have here, so like your Virgo placement here in the 12th house, along with your Mars and Jupiter, again, are kind of like things like, like supporting elements that you have for that true node. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at my notes that I wrote down earlier. Actually, I don't know what I, what I wrote down. doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Okay. So next That's up. Okay. <laughs> Next up, I want to talk about the Chiron. Um, so the Chiron is another element that kind of speaks to our soul's purpose. Okay. And it really it's this little symbol right here, a little uh, circle with a K on it, and down here it's the very last thing. So also not a planet, but um, another element or aspect of the birth chart. And the Chiron is about your soul's wounds. So the true note was your the challenges you are here to overcome in this lifetime. The Chiron speaks to like where your soul was wounded in past lives. So um, any traumas or adverse experiences that you had in other lives, the wounds or like the the feelings of it may show up kind of subconsciously in this lifetime. Now, some people have said that they, when I describe their Chiron, they don't think it's subconscious. They think they're actually very conscious of it. And it kind of seems like happening right here and now. Mm -hmm. But the way I describe the Chiron to people is, I really do say like, this is past life stuff. So it may not be something that's happening now or like that happened in your childhood. It's just, it's just things you were born with because it was in previous lives. Mm Now your chiron sits in the eighth house in the sign of Taurus. The eighth house is all about other people's money. So think about investments, um, government funds, like taxation or banking, things like that. And Taurus is an earth sign. So you you are triple earth. You have Capricorn and Virgo in your immediate chart. So Taurus is um, ruled by Venus. Okay. So um, again, it's. Air and earth, Venusian energy is in Taurus, but Taurus is very grounded and stable and it's good at being prosperous. But because you have a Chiron here, that Chiron really means that some of the challenges or some of the blockages that are showing up are in the shadow side of that sign. So that means that you may not feel prosperous or you don't (laughs) feel like you're doing enough or you're making enough or that. You know, it's just, I feel like shadow side of Taurus is either, so on one spectrum, it could be that you work too hard, like Taurus can be like uh, workaholics, actually all the earth signs can, but Taurus can definitely be a workaholic, Um, or on the opposite side of the spectrum, they could just be, you know, not driven, you know, not like really motivated to do anything. Yeah. Um, but I do think both. (laughs) Yeah. I I was going to say either way, either way of the spectrum, they would still feel unfulfilled and unsuccessful. Right. And Um, I've experienced both
1: because in the beginning of my nursing career, um, I did a lot of overtime and everything, even raising kids and then, you know, going to school and all this stuff at the same time. And now I'm just completely burnt out to where I don't want to do anything. I'm not really driven. And that's probably why I haven't started a, you know, an acupuncture practice. I haven't, I stopped um, reviewing the the hypnosis sessions because that was Mm -hmm. I wanted to that was my idea was to kind of integrate all of it together into one practice to help people heal you know from on a whole right not just coming in for pain but they may be coming in for shoulder pain but not only do I fix their shoulder pain I'm fixing what else their psyche or something and that's why I wanted to integrate everything together but for some reason I just can't seem to um, physically do what it is that I emotionally want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but that That's, sounds fine. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that definitely could be due to your chiron placement. Um, what do you mean by because you're saying other people's money? I
1: didn't quite get that.
0: Oh, so it's not necessarily like the money you make from your personal income. It's so the eighth house is all about other people's money, meaning like. The, like the types of things that you may invest in. So like, if you may like invest in property or like some type of investment, you know, banking, like taxes, like things like that. So it's not necessarily your personal okay. money, but like you have access to it kind of. Okay. That's um, interesting
1: because yeah. I've been more interested in investments and wanting to look into real estate. It's like, what else could I do to make money that doesn't require a whole lot of time <laughs> and effort? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, but,
0: you know, definitely be careful, though. Um, so the natural placement of the eighth house, eighth house is the um, house of Scorpio. So okay. how I like really give people clues as to how they can heal these these wounds or challenges, blockages, is to consider the energies of the natural placement of the house. So the eighth house, Scorpio and Pluto are the like inhabitants of the eighth house. So, um, Pluto is the planet that rules, um, death and rebirth, or I like to refer to it as endings and beginnings. So Pluto wants you to let go of things that don't serve you anymore and step into a new that's Plutarian energy. Scorpio, the zodiac sign that Pluto rules is very deep. It kind of goes below the surface. Like Scorpio is going to be like a little detective and like get to the root of things. And, um, you know, really challenge like what's going on on the surface level. Um, it is a water sign, but I think, you know, a lot of scorpion energy actually is very intellectual. Um, it's okay. just that, that the people who embody that energy also tend to be very emotional, but it actually is a very yes. intellectual sign. I feel too. That. <laughs> yeah. So it just means that, you know, tap into that energy. So Scorpio, Pluto, like, you know, you might have to really assert yourself or show up like a Scorpio when you're thinking of investing. Um, so do your research, um, okay. you know, have like really deep conversations with people that you want to partner with. Right. Cause that's okay. like what a Scorpio would do. Um, so, yeah, but I, I definitely think this Chiron placement in Taurus just means just like lack of prosperity. But again, Chiron doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong in, in the, in this lifetime. It's just like what, is kind of in your limbic system like you're just kind of thinking that subconsciously um but you're doing everything that you need to be doing so i usually tell people that because i don't want to um make it seem like you're on the wrong path it doesn't mean that it just is okay
1: yeah basically like me wanting to be more prosperous or abundant like financially money-wise it's Mm going to be a little bit more of a challenge just because of that
0: yes yeah exactly and i feel
1: that too um because i'm seeing people doing what i do and they're like spending money, nice clothes, vacation all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what am I doing wrong that, yeah. you know, why can't I do that too? And we both have the same
0: job, so getting the same pay. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely, well, you know what I would say? I definitely can relate to that as well, but don't use so much of your energy looking at what other people are doing. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm learning that right now as yeah. I'm learning
1: more about myself. So, okay. I can't compare to other people. Yeah. That's only going to make me, you know, dig a hole deeper for myself. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, am I improving today compared to yesterday? And it's like, okay, if the answer is yes, then be content with that and then just
0: strive forward. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, Okay. So that was the Chiron. And now I want to talk about the moon. So this is like another aspect um, of of wounds that we have. The moon sign, yours is right down here it's another cusper it's like it's in capricorn but it's literally right on the line by aquarius okay so um, your moon sign in this methodology of life path astrology reading we consider the moon the moon sign and the placement to be indications of your ancestral wounds so but ancestral meaning like your parents their parents if you knew them um, aunts and uncles cousins and maybe your siblings so like your family of origin Um, what i like to call a soul cluster so any like trauma that happened in that soul cluster or like um, dysfunctional behavior patterns things like that would really show up as ancestral wounds in the moon sign now where its placed is going to give some insight as to where those wounds are and for you Um, so you have your moon in the fourth house in the sign of capricorn now the fourth house is all about um, family family um, lifestyle right so our home life our foundation Mm -hmm. so you having a moon there again it means that you're kind of embodying the um or you your wounds embody the shadow side of a capricorn so that's another earth sign Uh, i think capricorns can also be workaholics very very strict um kind of by the book type of energy but Mm -hmm. because your your moon is here i'm just getting that like so opposite two spectrums again like your household might have been like too strict or like no yeah like like just very 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 rigid um but I'm also getting that there might have also been a lack mentality and that's why it was so strict. Like there might have been kind of like an underlying fear of like not having enough so that's why like everything had to be like kind of in place and um like always done a certain way. But growing up growing up you said I'm not sure I just know that growing up
1: it was very uh, my my parents especially my mom was very strict yeah and I I tried not to do that with my children but now she lives with my mom lives with me mm-hmm. and she's trying to instill that on my children so there's like this push pull of power you would I would get I guess I can say in the house because mm-hmm. she doesn't want it accept like oh hey I'm the mother now with my own children and she's just she's just a grandma you know yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of um. I, w- I want to say like power struggle going on at home okay. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: with that reason. Um. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um. That's. I feel like that's pretty common though. Um. You know, with like parents moving back in with adult children, but mm-hmm. um. But yeah. So that's just what I got from your moon sign, and you know, sometimes not for everyone. Sometimes the moon sign placement can kind of also directly. Affect your Chiron, um, because like if you because your Moon sign is in an Earth sign and your Chiron's also in an Earth sign, it's like the shadow sides of those two um, zodiacs are very similar. So mm-hmm. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, and Saturn's like the disciplinarian of the of the planets. It wants you to make it wants you to keep on task and do everything that you're supposed to do and it's going to remind you of your limitations and so when you get off track when you start doing things that you're not meant to be doing what saturn does is it presents challenges to you and Mm -hmm. hardships so like some of the ailments going on with your body i feel like that's actually saturnian energy happening right now because saturn is trying to get you to do what it is you're supposed to be doing um bittersweet you know i think if once you follow what you're supposed to be doing once you listen to saturn um, the other side of it is prosperity and, you know, bl- blessings and, um, just really feeling prosperous, but the process of going through it is definitely like challenging and painful. Um, because yeah. it, it is a very, like, I think Saturn is probably one of the most potent energies of all of the okay. planets. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's rule and it rules Capricorn and that's where your moon sits. So, okay. so yeah. Um, yeah that's just what i'm getting with that um what else did i have so i have here in my notes that you have a st- stelliums okay oh okay so you have two stelliums what what a stellium is is if there's three or more planets in one house or okay. three or more planets in one sign so you have three planets in capricorn and three planets in virgo okay so again very grounded very practical um excuse me. Don't really like to be like spontaneous or anything like that no. and <laughs> I don't <laughs> like
1: jokes either yeah. unfortunately.
0: <laughs> um I'm just getting that this might be why you're a little afraid to like make the change. I feel like earth signs tend to really be they're it's like loyal, you know, it's not a bad thing. I think earth signs in general it's just they're very very loyal and they commit and they stick mm-hmm. to things. And I think that this might be you know maybe while you're having some challenges, really like making the switch into RTT and doing acupuncture and, you know, being okay with just like not knowing what kind of income you're going to make. Um, Mm -hmm. at least at first, I mean, obviously it'll, it'll become clear after a while, but, um, I think these two stelliums and the earth signs, um, are just really kind of dominating your chart. Um, Mm -hmm. and maybe also keeping you a little bit stuck. Um, especially this Chiron again over here in Taurus. So the thing with Taurus Mm -hmm. is like, it can be a very stubborn sign too. Um, (laughs) It doesn't like change or especially like when there's uncertainty with the change. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm getting that. The interesting thing though, is your Midhaven is in the sign of Gemini. So MC up here stands for Midhaven. Um, The Midhaven really doesn't have anything to do with your soul per se, but it has... um, everything to do with like the type of career you would do well in, in this human experience. Okay. So your um, yeah, your Midhaven is in Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. And the thing about Gemini is it does like doing different things all at once. Gemini likes to keep itself busy. It's hand in hands oh. in different pots at once. So I'm getting that like you would actually do really well kind of having maybe like one job and then like a little side hustle or like multiple things going on. Um, and that would maybe make you feel really safe and successful. I think maybe the fact that you're sticking to like one type of job is like what's causing a lot of the, um, like miserable feelings, like stress and just not feeling well physically. Um, Uh, that's
1: interesting. You mentioned it because, um, I have a, a few interests. And my husband's constantly telling me, oh, focus on one thing, do it well, then move on to the next. Mm-hmm. You can't grab all of it at once. You, you end up doing nothing, which is true because I get so overwhelmed and, you know, and then with all this bodily ailments, it, it gets overwhelming. And so I'm like, okay, let me just focus on RTT, pass the test, start seeing uh, clients build my confidence, then I'll work on the acupuncture, you know, and then I'll work on writing because I also want to get into writing. I yeah. And then I'll do the investment and stuff. And, and, and I feel like I really resonate with that. If I want to do all of those, and eventually I want to do all of them at the same time, it's just right now to learn all of them at the same time. is just it's way too much.
0: <laughs> that's true. But I think what you're doing is, again, I think your earth energy is like really dominating here because you're believing that you have to kind of master everything before you start doing it. And that's not true. Yeah. So, that's you right, know, yeah. you could I haven't done anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean you could just do a blog and you do one blog post a month and you know, then you do um maybe like something else. So I'm thinking like maybe one video, like if you want to start like a Facebook group or something, and you do like maybe a couple of lives, one blog post, something like that where it's not taking up a lot of your time.
1: Yeah, but, but you're see the thought backwards. of that is so scary. I'm just feeling so tight yeah. already, just hearing you and like it's it should be exciting, right? Mm-hmm. I, sh- I need to a- Change it and say, okay, this is exciting instead of like, oh, this
0: is so scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think of it as practice. I mean, just think of it as practice and connecting with people. Don't think of it as like a job, you know, because I think if you think about it that way, like trying to like monetize it or get people to like, you know, buy into something, then I think that that kind of increases the pressure. But -hmm. if you're just doing it like, you know, just just, for fun, (laughs) yeah, just for fun or just to get your, just to get your voice out there, you know, because you said you want to do writing. Um, then do that, you know, and maybe it maybe it is something that's not directly related to what you would charge for. Maybe it's just like storytelling, um, and storytelling in a way that's going to brand you in the type of healer you would be, um, mm-hmm. and you know. And then, like I said, but go easier on yourself. So it could be one post that's five hundred words a month that's doable, you know. So you're not overwhelming yourself. You're staying busy in different things, but it's not like stressed to the max and um, you know, you don't have that expectation of getting something in return or just doing it for the practice and activating those creative muscles because Gemini is a very creative sign. Um, I, it, G- Gemini is like the little journalist of the Zodiac. So it likes to kind of gather different information and share it with people mm-hmm. um, and like communicate in different ways. That's Gemini. So um, that's what I'm getting for, you know, what you would do really well um, in this human experience. Um, so the way, what I'm going to wrap up with is, Mm -hmm. um, your soul's purpose. So the way that we determine that in this particular methodology is we look at several things, which we've all gone over today. Um, it's the Chiron, your true node, and your 12th house placement. So the 12th house placement kind of, um, it like describes or yeah, like it details the ideal client archetype for who you would work really well with. So your 12th house is, it's a little bit in Leo, but for the most part, it's in Virgo. So Virgo, you know, it's an earth sign. Um, Virgos like to um, work hard, come home, enjoy the fruits of their labor. Um, They're not very spontaneous, but I think some shadow energy of Virgo is it can be a hermit. It can be a bit of a loner and it might not connect with people because it is so focused on like the plan or like its goals and things Mm -hmm. like that. So these are the kinds of people that you would help. And it doesn't mean that they are a Virgo. It doesn't mean you're just helping people that have the sign of Virgo. But it's people who have, um, they embody this energy or the problem they have embodies this energy. So it could be any sign, but maybe they are just feeling kind of detached from um, society, their family, their friends. They're too wrapped up in their work. Um, They're just not getting a lot of fulfillment or enjoyment from what they're doing, um, even though that's not a reality, I feel like earth signs typically, you know, they tend to be very, um, like well rewarded for their hard work, but, um, cause they do manage their money so well, but it's like, again, a shadow side would be just feeling not enough or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just not really able to stop and smell the roses. Like they're too much in their work. Um, and what you would help them do is wherever your Chiron is. So, and how you would do that is the true node. So, we kind of come up with like this little statement. So, what I came up with is that your soul is here to help reliable professionals find their spark to gain confidence in going after what they want. So, how I came up with that is I just looked at the true node in Leo because Leo is the sun. So, you're going to help them get that spark and that confidence because that's everything Leo. And what you're helping them do is go after what they want. Um, that's eighth house energy. So going after what they want in terms of material possessions, of course, because it's all investments and money and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's what I came up with for your soul's purpose. So as you continue to study RTT and really think about how you're going to market yourself and who you're going to work with. That's just maybe something you can keep in mind. Just Mm -hmm. an idea. Obviously you can, you know, you're going to be be attracted to, um, or people will be attracted to you for various reasons. But this is again, just based on the chart, um, what you may do really well with. Okay. Yeah. Um, What else? That's it. I think I'll leave it here unless you have any other questions
1: um just like about my health though I mean
0: oh yeah is,
1: yeah is it just like are these just signs that I'm neglecting or I mean do I physically am I physically not well where I should go in and get like a full checkup or something you know um that's that's where I'm at it's just yeah. like okay I should know this because I'm a nurse but yeah. but being you know when you're not well you you kind of the reasoning goes out the door and you're just another regular person like okay what should I do (laughs)
0: that's true yeah um maybe a little bit of both um I'm not sure how much you are into like holistic healing so I'm not sure are you into like energy work or like Reiki or anything like that yeah and even Reiki I've done it
1: before I'm I'm certified in level one and two I I need to start practicing it on myself just
0: for the healing and yeah yeah um Cause that's what I'm getting. I'm getting that there might just be a lot of trapped energy. I mean, your sixth house is here. This is just a birth chart. You know, yes. if you feel like you need to seek medical attention do so please. But, right, um, right. but just like for your birth chart with your six health in, in um Pisces, like Pisces is like the dream world. And I feel like it can get like shadow side of Piscean energy is like, it gets stuck out there and like it, it's not able to like materialize things in the 3d it's not able to bring things into like reality. Mm. So, you know, I think a lot of what's happening is that with these pains that are coming up is that you aren't like, they're coming up because you aren't taking action. You know what I mean? And it's like energy that's kind of just like pent up in your body. Yeah. Like just kind of being blocked in there. That's why actually if you were into like energetic work, because you may just need to, like, release certain, um, like, balance your chakras and um, release certain energies. I forgot what I forgot what body parts Pisces rules. Oh, I think it's I'm the stomach. I'm not familiar in the, with all that. Yeah. Well, if I, it's
1: the stomach, then I would believe it because I get a lot of stomach stuff.
0: Um, I think it is. I think it's the stomach and the reproductive organs, I think, or no, maybe that's Venus. I'm sorry. I don't, I didn't memorize that much, but I think, I think Neptune is the, um, the, uh, the, the stomach. Yeah. But, um yeah, that's why I have some that. chakra healing exercises on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's ever since like COVID and the pandemic, a lot of stuff has been put on um, online for free, like a lot of courses and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, the daily OM, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. They have no. courses on there for, you pay oh, what you okay, can. It's yeah. like 15, 15, 20 or 35 yeah, bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I think I have bought like a yoga such yeah. like lesson and I... Unfortunately I never started it. Well I started (laughs) it but I never finished it. And that's my Mm -hmm. other problem is I always start something but I never finish it. So Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Pay more attention to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of like that too, but um, you know, just start small. I mean I always tell people like this is like your soul's purpose for like this entire lifetime. Like you're you know, as long for as long as you're expected to be here or supposed to be here right. how it's written um yes. you know so it's like these may not go away overnight or over the next month or even the next year it's really meant to be kind of um you know the things that you work on throughout your lifetime so don't feel bad if it's not you know happening in a year or so or whatever yeah, but i have to remind myself that you know
1: we're here for however very long i i don't have to do it all over, you know everything overnight
0: yeah for sure, all at one time <laughs> But it's so beautiful that you um you want to help people and heal people, um you know I think just that alone is like such a great um like, it's a great way to be right it, yeah working from your heart center, yeah it's beautiful so. yeah
1: and but that's part of the frustration too is like well how can I help people I can't even help myself here and <laughs> just getting better and I think that's the the vicious cycle is like, well, I gotta do something. When I start doing one, taking one step for it, not only do I help myself, I'm one step closer to helping someone else as well. And I have to just realize it's not an all or nothing type deal. It's just like just baby steps and eventually I'll get there.
0: Exactly. But uh,
1: sometimes it's a little bit harder, you know, it's easier said than done basically.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, it definitely (laughs) is. Um, But I wish you all the best. I'd like to thank you again for your time. Yes. Thank you so much for your time as well. (laughs) No problem. Um, So I do have an automatic email set up to go out. Um, You'll get it with